The VOD Squad is brought to you with support from our amazing patrons. Join us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central on Twitch. Everybody and welcome back to another exciting episode of the VOD Squad, the show where we talk about streaming technology. This is episode 204, October 14th, 2020. I am Clyde and today I am joined by Matthew Ross. Hey everybody. And Jimmy Trammell. Hey everybody. How you like my witness protection program? <laughs> You're not supposed to tell people. It's the whole point of the witness protection program. No, now they're no. going to have to relocate you again. No, 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 no. no. The, you're, 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 you're painting, right? That's what you're supposed to be doing. You're painting, right? <laughs> yes, yes. So actually, right. we are painting. You're not making a new room that looks exactly like the old room, so nobody knows you've moved, right? <laughs> you're not painting houses, are you? Because <laughs> that's code for assassinations i didn't know that and if that's the case boy i better like, stop using that phrase like a house boy, painter we're gonna go we're gonna yeah. uh, you know I, yeah, I need someone to say oh we're painting houses you know yeah you say uh <laughs> you know, i think that's that's the code uh is you'd say hey i need someone to paint a house oh really oh, okay no, what's the that, address really. that, that that's all <laughs> Wow, I didn't know that either. You know, I always thought I always thought you know call the cleaner is what I thought. Yeah, that's right. Just well, call the you cleaner. do after the fact. Um, oh, okay. This, you know, there are so many phrases out there that are probably like that that I don't know, and I probably use in everyday life. There are probably FBI agents who are listening all the time to you know because that's what they do in their spare time because they got lots of time, right? And they're like going, "Oh my God, this guy is an idiot. He's oh. so God. He was just gonna get himself so you know." Yeah. Also, like, like I'm uh, swimming with the fishes. It's fine. <laughs> do you ever see the movie The Mechanic? No, I never watched. I was not. Which it, one? It, I which exactly. version? It's Jason Statham, right? Well, that was the remake. Uh, Charles 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 Bronson. Bron- or, yeah, Charles was Bronson was oh. the first one. But okay. uh, no, I mean that's another one. Is uh, a, a body mechanic is a professional assassin. Ah, the mechanic. Um, Interesting. Uh, if you've not seen the uh, Charles Bronson version of that, you should. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Oh, uh, let me just see. You know, yeah, there's lots of movies I need to go see. There's plenty of movies I haven't seen. Yeah, but according to Just Watch, The Mechanic is streaming on Hulu. Yeah, Charles okay. Bronson with Charles Bronson, 1972. It's also on Prime Video. Oh, there you go. So you could probably buy it on prime video you can buy it on both of those i'm sure yeah you can what? rent it and i don't you think can you can buy it. buy it from hulu no no you can't but you can rent you can buy it through amazon and yet believe it or not that's like the only that and microsoft uh microsoft's uh video platform is the only other place you can rent or buy it oh i i thought you were gonna say the only two titles were that movie and a microsoft video platform <laughs> like when did they make that- a mechanic video platform you know have you ever seen some of those horrible microsoft videos they make for their internal uses i've seen the horrible third party stuff like windows mechanic that what i would believe (laughs) 
<laughs> you basically run it hey. and it just cleans your registry. <laughs> uh, Bill, I need somebody to come to my computer right now and clean out my registry. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> hey, I need a mechanic. Um, somebody get a programmer over here right now. <laughs> need someone to paint my desktop. Um, <laughs> you know what we really do need to do, though? Probably talk about the stuff that we're here to talk. Oh about. come on! I love I talking know. about this. Uh, okay, fine. Hey, we're gonna start the week off with talking about a brand new project product from Apple. They have been uh, trying to sell people these three hundred dollar HomePods for so long. You knew it was eventually gonna happen. They have come out with the HomePod Mini. It is a smaller, cheaper version of the larger device supposedly with amazing sound very cool high upper up uh high displays with a cool sensing capabilities with your phone able to easily sync up its audio with it with just with it just passing by it and also being able to sync up with uh, multiple devices to create stereo sound and surround sound and of course it's able to uh stream all your most popular device uh, things like um apple music and in and tune in and iHeartRadio right now. Apparently, they're coming out with some more stuff later. Um, mm -hmm. It will have broadcast features like many of the other ones. And of course, you can ask Siri questions with it. Um, this one is at a much more reasonable $99. It's going to be 100 bucks for something that looks like I could 3D print it myself? <laughs> yeah, yes. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to have a better sound. It, it's a Google Home Mini for twice the price it's a google Home bet, three but, times but the good. price if you get it on sale mm -hmm. right but this is going to have a better sound but but <laughs> right. but, but well it, it does but, my but biggest it, gripe about this is apparently it does it, has, it does and i know because i have a um well i don't have this one yet but, i was uh, gonna say how but, um, you may give us but, a review when it comes and I'll probably end up getting a, a couple of these, right? Because uh, one, there's one feature in here that I really like. You know, I, I wanted to get some more speakers in the house because I have the two uh, home pods here on my desk now. Well, right? And and um, I wanted to get a couple of these to put out through the room because there's one feature called the intercom feature. Yeah. Where you can, you can, uh, you know, Google say, hey, Home Mini's had that, or Google Homes have had that for couple years yeah no it's a cool feature and it is. absolutely it is, it is I, a I very see, yeah it's very useful it has right. saved my family so much yelling up the stairs for my son to come down for dinner or do something he forgot to right. do we just announced it come on down you need to do this I'm like, okay. right yeah so that, that's that's one thing i want and then um you know it it, it integrates well with the others and the, and the the thing the comment i started to say yeah i have an echo dot downstairs and you know it it's good for what it does it's a good little smart speaker nothing, mm -hmm. nothing wrong, at all wrong with it but if i'm going to listen to music i listen on my home pods yeah i, I will say the one thing that this does that real i guess would set it apart is even though you know everybody else already has the intercom voice message thing this mm -hmm. one will let you send it to other Apple devices, including AirPods. Oh, so, oh. that right there, that right there. If you've got a house full of AirPod zombies, <laughs> um, then send a message way to, to easy Max way to AirPods. get through that one. Get up! 
<laughs> um, hopefully you can adjust the volume too so that that message they receive is like all the way up you, you, yeah. when when they're done hearing your message they should hear that high-pitched uh tone that you get when you know when, uh, when you've had some ears <laughs> yes indicative of uh hearing uh, damage uh, the tinnitus but uh, uh i want I wonder if you could send, you know, raking your fingernails across the chalkboard as a message. Yeah, I don't see how, why not. I, I, I'm sure that would get somebody's attention. <laughs> well, I have used uh, the 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 feature to send uh, sounds or music to a specific speaker uh, in my house many a times to wake up my son. He's sleeping, and then I said, "Oh, well, let's wake him up today with Doobie Brothers. Let's do Doobie Brothers." <laughs> I was gonna say you should. What uh, is this You music? should wake him uh, up with the uh, smoke monster alarm from Lost. Nope, don't know that. You'll have to look. Oh, I'll, we'll, have to, we'll look I'll, it up. I'll enjoy that the, with him from the Sonic Fence. Oh, um, but that, no, yeah. I mean seriously, did they just like buy a bunch of Prusa printers? to, to hmm. make this it literally looks like something someone home so just uh, printed at home just like the uh full-size home pod what you're seeing is not a hard surface it is a cloth surface that is ex designed to be 90 percent audibly invisible mm -hmm. so it's better for the sound well the ones <laughs> the ones i have sound great and I, I, you I'm know, saying it sounds like a good idea. Yes. Well, I'm saying that this will this will probably sound good, but if it if it doesn't, I'll be sure to say. Yeah, if if it doesn't that, hey, sound good, it's still I got, I got one, like a good idea when they came up with it. Yeah. If I get one and it doesn't sound good, I'll be glad to say on the show, hey, you know what? I bought one, tried it. It's not that good. I, okay. I, I'm not saying, and and don't get me wrong. I, I'm not here Apple hating it. Yes, you are. Th this isn't, no, this isn't the moment for okay. that. Um, okay. I reserve that for, but I, my, I, I get why people want this and I mm -hmm. know that this serves a market. I just compared to the competition, I think the price is significantly well, uh, too high. Let's say the competition. That, that, that's my complete. I think it's a little different though. Say, I mean, if you just want a little smart speaker, yeah, get an Echo Dot. You know, don't you yeah, don't, get you don't need to get it. You, you don't you don't need bucks, yeah. you don't or, or yeah that too right so I mean something like that if you just want just a little smart speaker right right but but this is a little bit more than that I mean I would love have, it's going to have a bigger sound I suspect we're that. going to see the comparison of the ninety nine dollars smart speakers and this will be one of them the new Google Home or whatever it is their new their new ninety nine dollar version of it that they just announced a couple of weeks ago and whatever the ninety nine dollar version of the Amazon one and I want to have somebody do a nice review of all three of those because we can have some matching price points and $99 is ubiquitous to everybody. Everyone knows mm -hmm. exactly what that means. And mm -hmm. I would like to hear pros and cons of them. But my biggest gripe about this device is there's no Bluetooth support. Seriously? Seriously. No. Uh... Nope. No Bluetooth support. I do believe if I am using Apple Music on an Android phone, I can play to it. But that's it's it through the app that yeah. tethered and that the phone is tethered to your which completely think, yeah if i'm wrong i'm wrong but that's what i'm reading here is that there is actually no bluetooth support which is like thanks apple 
there probably is Bluetooth in there, and maybe they'll turn it on in a while. I don't know. No, Bluetooth 5.0. Oh, okay, good. Okay. How come I'm... Yeah. Okay. My, if that's not the case, thank you, Apple. I know it's weird I have to say thank you for giving me something that I'm expecting, but thank you. Yeah, I just put it in the chat room there. You can okay. see. Okay, okay. okay. <sighs> All right. Uh, but hey, guess what you can do with that? You can take it your next to your Apple TV and you can go into your Apple TV settings and you can say, hey, Apple TV, I have an Apple AirPod. You know, the iPod. HomePod. The HomePod, excuse me. AirPod, iPod, HomePod. I, I'm confused. Uh, I have of, a HomePod. Some kind of pod. Uh, it's a pod. It's it, Apple. It's a pod. It's for pod. the pod people. It's the pod. Put the pod. The pod's over there. Apple. <laughs> Apple. Put the pod. It's the Apple HomePod for my Apple Apple TV with no pod. It's so it's an Apple TV pod now because you can make it your output of your Apple TV. So it's your no Apple TV HomePod TV pod, right? Now, okay. Let me jump over and put my Clyde hat on right now. Right? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I want to see this. Why wasn't this already a thing? Ah, well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this should Thank have already you. this should have already been a thing, right? Yeah. I mean, hey, see, for once, Jimmy's the voice of reason. <laughs> oh, <Right. goodness>. yeah. <laughs> We're gonna let that just go right there. I think that's perfect. Hey, yeah. Uh, guys. No. Uh, so now here's the downside, though, is you can only do one. Oh, only one. You can't do them in, or you can't do them in stereo. You know that's going to come eventually. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, they've waited this long. I, you sure about that? Clark? Yeah, I, uh, I it's you may be able to link it to multiple, but they will still be in mono. Oh, you can't. It, it right now, I think it can't send the audio right to one and left to the other. Uh, that was one thing that Bryce was complaining about on Cord Killers right? uh, last week. I think it was. Yeah, and, well, I watched that episode. I thought he said that sometimes it loses connection. Well, there, there's that. But he was saying that even though it's only mono, it still sounds better than the stock speakers in his TV. I thought he said it because he only had one speaker to connect it to. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it says that they specifically uh, but, said that two of them may be put together in stereo. It okay. actually might be something. Uh, no, we yeah, thought no know. Bluetooth. Now that now we don't think about stereo. Uh, Apple, get your act together and tell us what what's really going on. It's not like you produced still a video make, to explain all this. Still doesn't negate the fact. How come this wasn't already an issue? That's uh, yeah, agreed. Right, and already a feature. We're on right, the so. same page. Yeah. There. yeah. Well, yeah. Roku's already on their second generation of soundbar, and. Uh, I mean, you've been able to do this with the fire stuff for a while. Yep. Um, yeah. Course, so, of course, now this is something I've not tried, and that's because, well, I've well, got a you, home you, theater. You're not the I got a home market. You're going to dismantle theater. your nice stereo and use your yeah, new exactly. $99 home pods. <laughs> exactly right. I got a Bose speakers down there that I've dropped quite a few bucks on right so i'm, I'm not going to unplug that to, to use these right? yeah so. that's fair hey uh, uh jimmy uh, more good news for you if you actually more good news for anybody who buys an apple device anybody who's buying an uh, uh um if buying the uh a new device in the next few months they're getting uh access to uh what you've been have having access to the apple tv um plus service where they give you a free year again that. that's that is still going on 
and Apple's added on to that a free three-month uh, uh, subscription to the Apple Arcade service. Mm-hmm. Apple Arcade is the uh, uh, basically all the iOS apps being brought to your all of your devices. A huge selection of games, many of which which are uh, are considered uh, some of the more popular or or or, or, or uh, well. Um, well-reviewed games out there uh which uh normally would be uh a, a, i think it's like ten dollars a month normally for the apple arcade i could be wrong and uh but no if you purchase a new apple device right now you uh, get yourself qualified for three months free with that mm. service yeah. now so you're yeah. saying if i go out and spend twenty five hundred dollars on a new macbook i can get apple uh arcade for three three months or you can buy a i think that's exactly what i've been waiting for i think or you could buy a hundred and uh 29 apple tv and, and, <laughs> and get the same thing yes no uh, no this the, the the apple's goal here is to give it to you for free so then after three months you still want it and you start paying you continue to pay it. for it Oh no, I'm just saying this is this is what I've been waiting for this whole time. It's finally they sweeten the deal enough that maybe I'll get a MacBook. Well, or maybe not. (laughs) Or maybe not. (laughs) I have to check with my bank on that one. But um one thing I'll say though, uh there toward the bottom of the article where they're talking about the Apple One. I might have been out the week that maybe they announced that or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that new Apple One uh, subscription that they got, because I pay about $20, $21 a month right now on Apple services, right? And so, and then I can get the, you know, for twenty nine ninety five, I can get that uh, where it's got all the services bundled together, which, and that comes with two terabytes of cloud storage, right? Very cool. So um, I might be looking at that. Yeah, it, it is a good deal if you're already paying for some of those separately. It makes a lot of sense for you to get the bundle nowadays. If you're going to get it, get the get them all and you get all those services for free. And if you want, you can spend an extra $10 for $30 a month and get your uh, News Plus and your Fitness Plus app for free in there too. Or Wait, paid. their Fitness Plus app costs money? Yep. It, well, not the app itself. But the, the uh, service, does. the subscription service, oh, which they've it's got their, their Peloton killer. Yes, they are oh, actually gotcha. trying to do Peloton on Apple yeah. devices, and quite frankly, compared to the cut, the cost oh, I was going to say Peloton. Peloton's not cheap, so more power to them. It's a good deal, actually. <laughs> if you really want to, that's. Amazing. I mean, even even the other cycling apps like Striva and uh, o- o- Open Road or whatever it's called, those are kind of spendy too. Um, the, yeah, if you get just uh, fitness but. plus standalone, it's just nine ninety nine a month. Okay, that's not bad. You don't have to like join a cult and like yeah. sign My- over your your uh, bank account like uh, Peloton. My only problem is why you've spent. Why do you have to spend money to get news? That's it. Well, <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I agree with you there. Right. Uh, I, and I did try when they come out with News Plus, I did try the service for free month or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And um, I agree with you, man. Because when you pay like, for I, news, I, I'm not going to pay for you're this. paying for the news they want you to get curated. Mm, oh, yes. And 
I mean, I get the idea that that news outlets and other people need to get paid, and this is a way to pay them. But at the same time, I if I'm not paying for a physical thing, I don't understand why I'm paying for it. So I'll pay for a newspaper. I'll pay for access to a channel that provides news if that's what I want to watch. I don't understand why I need to pay for internet news. It's the internet. Everybody's talking about the news. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you know, some people would say, not necessarily that I agree with this, but some people would say, well, you get all the magazines and that kind of thing. Oh, well, it, right. You know, but um, I don't know. But I'm, I'm kind of there with you, Matt. You know, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's and some people like it. You know, some people like that uh, news place. But now, uh, yeah. if it's a, if it comes with ma magazine access as well, that's great. Maybe that's worth it. I just the news portion bothers me. And yeah, that's you, all. yeah, you know, Apple bought that um, magazine service. Yeah, uh, what was the name of that? Can you remember? I do not remember the name, but I do remember the the get all our magazines with a single subscription. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. so you get all those magazines included right. in the news place. All, right. all I know is all my favorite magazines are now illegal in California. They are really. They don't hmm. like the capacity. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, so uh, let's talk about the Apple TV app and the fact that it is coming to Sony TVs running Android TV. That's right. We're going to seeing the first uh, iteration of the Apple TV um, streaming service being available on an Android TV device. Um, in this case, it is coming to uh, newer models of the Sony displays, which have the uh, Android TV built in. Um, this uh, this uh, bodes well for uh, them to just go ahead and you know release it for well, the rest no, of us. It's Android already TV. it's already on Android TV most places, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I think because the next story um, with where Sony is finally upgrading their TV models to Android TV nine, yeah, because they've been so far behind. Nine's almost up to date now nine is nine is on par with the other devices that are out there right but it's too behind current and that and that's where i was one of the reasons i wanted the new chromecast i i can't call it a chromecast it's, just, <laughs> it's terrible it's new not Google a device. chromecast it's you just uh, you slap that name on an Android TV. No, the Chromecast with Google TV has version 10. Right, and which the, is the most recent version. And the released. developer model has 11, which is the most right. recent. Um, so, yeah, so I assumed when uh, I first read this that it was coming to uh, select Sony models. Yeah. That they were the ones that are running nine already mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because uh yeah i don't know if android uh, if apple tv plus was available on eight good question i don't know so yeah. it's a large list of the, the I, thank you sony for actually providing a a huge list with also known as is in here that's yeah. nice yeah you, sony you notice that it says we'll come to some 2018 models as well as most 2019 and 2020 models where if you go to the next story android 9 is coming to 2016 to 2019 android tvs <laughs> right 
So some of those, some of those eight 2018 models, I think are these uh, mm -hmm. that are finally going to be getting nine. Now, yes, the 2016 uh, and 2017 models probably won't get Android or won't get the Apple TV just because they're too old. Um, maybe uh, hardware related may not have, I don't, I don't know what the restrictions are and in, in requirements in uh, hardware. But um, the one thing I wanted to say is shame on you, Sony. You are part of the reason that people have been kind of had a bad taste about Android TV over the years because you're mm. holding back updates. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, part of the problem, and this is what I've heard from some people that have used Android TV, is the fact that they don't like that the, the that it, it's even worse than phones. Because with, with the phone, you're not, you're using your phone. So if you're behind, you're fine. You're not using other people's phones. Uh, so the, uh, that fracturization or whatever people call it mm -hmm. of the different versions out there, it's not that big of a deal on a handheld because it's just you. But when you're using it uh, on a TV and you go to another TV that's Android TV, Mm -hmm. someplace else and it's completely different or stuff's missing mm -hmm. um that's that that does that that doesn't look good mm -hmm. um especially when the only thing that's keeping it from being there is sony just not rolling it out well, sony also has uh when you just speak, speak talk about android themselves they've been doing a good job of making a pretty premium android phone and not supporting it mm -hmm. you know they've well, been making one of the reasons i wanted uh i wanted a sony android phone back in the day right. and one of the reasons i didn't is because i found out that they they're one of the companies that ne will never <laughs> update right. it this is um, the phone it never receives updates you, yeah. you enjoy it. <laughs> um but and and the worst part is is because and but back to my people getting a bad taste uh analogy Part of it is the fact that Sony offered the Android TV in their best models. So if you bought a top-of-the-line OLED or uh, 4K TV, ginormous, and one of the selling points that they pushed on you is it was Android TV, and then it never gets any updates, right. or it takes... Mm -hmm four years, years to get right. you know or whatever mm. that's bad yes i i love the fact that sony was on was one of the first on board with android tv to integrate it and they have been dedicated and they've been flaunting it and they've been putting the word out but the other side is they haven't been great stewards um sony if you want to contact me and uh send me product to prove that i'm wrong please do but until then i i'm i'm not happy <laughs> i i'm glad that they're finally doing it but you know and th this is one of the main reasons i have always been against integrated uh devices into right. the tv 
Um, because eventually you won't get updated versions. Yeah, exactly. Is Android is Android nine the latest for? No, sort of. It, it, well, ten is technically the out mainstream. on one platform, I think. But yeah, that um, nine is the one that everybody that uh, pretty much everybody's still on. 10 is like out there new. on the new and then 11 is being beta tested on the developer model right um which i i would expect that uh, i would expect 10 soon on uh the other stuff that is more frequently and, updated and i see by the article this was released in late 2018 i mean i could see it be being like a year behind i mean you know with tv manufacturers that would be you know quite all right but this one's you know like two years behind right yeah mm-hmm. and, th- and that's the problem is you know if you're about a year behind fine um but with android tv up to this point there really hasn't been a reason to hold it back it's not like sam like samsung how they reskin everything mm-hmm. to make it theirs and mm-hmm. that takes mm-hmm. time okay i get that um but android tv is basically vanilla um the only thing is maybe some integration into the tv um but it's not like a google tv where it's doing an overlay over what you're watching and i when i say google tv i mean the original google tv (laughs) not this new imposter um (sighs) not the edsel that they brought back from the dead um but uh you know so I, I don't know. I don't know what the delay is. I, I really don't. But I mean, you could say this is kind of what Sony does. They're what yeah. they're known for. So they, they're probably making this one big push and because there's something out of it that they want to get. Uh, maybe it's this Apple thing. I don't know. Um, and again, once again, they will just then leave it for a while because they got what they wanted out of it. I don't know. Sony's have been such a mess, really on the on not on their hardware side but on their software side they've really been kind of uh they've been kind of uh you know you know and and i i have a dog in the fight because i don't have a sony tv but i am a subscriber to funimation funimation (laughs) now sony bought funimation now and they haven't done anything to improve the platform the Mm -hmm. app the website and actually i think it's gotten worse um (laughs) i mean it's still still worth the five bucks a month uh for the access to the content but seriously sony you're not good stewards of your of your properties no they 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 don't they need to be again software is an issue for them i guess i don't understand why I mean, yeah, maybe they need to hire somebody like uh, Panasonic or JVC or uh, Panasonic and JVC, well known for their software. I don't, don't know, but they're they're competitors that lease update. I, I think they they release updates. <laughs> well, here's an update for you. If you were wanting to watch Narcos, and you're thinking, I just was I ever, and you just can't get to. The, yourself to spend I, any money I, for that. I can't get myself to push that stupid Netflix button on the remote. I, yeah. I just can't do it. So, such, what, so what can I do? If if I don't want to do that, I don't even want to open the Netflix app. You could go um, to a friend's house who's watching Netflix. 
Yeah, or, but I've got an aversion to the Netflix app. Let's oh, see. okay. So you could watch through. You could watch Netflix through your neighbor's window because they're watching it. Obviously. Yeah, the last time I did that, the cops showed up. Oh, my neighbor's crap. far enough away. I have to use binoculars. Yeah, well, especially since you're watching Narcos. <laughs> I think it was Narcos. <laughs> uh, no, if you really want to, you could actually turn it on. Uh, it's now going to be available on Pluto TV. That's right. They are putting the all five seasons. That's uh, basically several seasons of Narcos and a couple seasons of Narcos Mexico. I didn't know that. Uh, are going to be uh, streaming onto Pluto's service. And Pluto is not the kind of service where you can, uh, you know, video on demand, uh, whatever you want. It's, it's uh, you know, laid out programming in a certain time, uh, certain episodes are showing. So you will be able to have the waterfall effect of TV of watching Narcos. Yes, Narcos, which I'm sure is not PG rated, uh, <laughs> on your uh, Pluto streaming app, uh, available uh, beginning October 20th. Yeah, this is kind, I don't know if unprecedented is the right word, but this is kind of a big deal. Yeah. Because Netflix agree. doesn't typically, aside from the few times it's put out originals on DVD for sale, um, they don't usually put their stuff on other platforms. Um, the fact that they're doing this, I think, is a good thing. Because one of the main complaints of people is, hey, Netflix may have a thing I want to watch, but I don't want to buy into the whole Netflix thing. You know, when will it be available elsewhere? Well, mm -hmm. if this if this goes good and it brings in the people that they're looking to get brought in, um, then hopefully maybe we'll see this more. Um, you know, it, it's this is essentially what HBO and Showtime have been doing with their free week of Showtime on uh, YouTube TV or HBO throwing a free series or, you know, past seasons of series on uh, Hulu. Ah, reading one of the, the paragraphs here, it, this is going to be very rare. It's probably not going to happen, happen again because Narcos is not owned by Netflix. It's owned by Paramount International. What, what I'm getting at, I'm not saying they're going to do it again. What I'm saying is if, they see a good return, hmm. then we might actually see this more. So mm -hmm. if they see like millions of people decided to watch this and- yeah. Well, if they see, oh, hey, we got a whole bunch of people um, that signed up immediately, we got a surge immediately after, what was that number? Is Was it good? Okay, what else can we do this with? Yeah, so I could foresee somebody going, I wanted to watch Narcos and I caught three episodes, but then I had to go to sleep. And so I would next time it came around was like three days ago. So I just went ahead and subscribed to Netflix to watch the rest of Narcos. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I could see that happening. And also they, Netflix has so many series. They could totally, even just temporarily hand things out and say, yeah, I mean, house of cards throw yeah. like the first two seasons, throw season one and season three on Pluto. <laughs> oh, you want to watch season two? <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is just old-fashioned, you know, free sample marketing. Yeah, right, is what, is, is what uh, is. I suspect they're getting money for this, of course. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. free. 
Oh, no, free to the, no, free no, to no. The for the viewer, it's a free sample is That's what he's true. saying. That's yeah, right. I mean, it's like uh, Showtime has been doing for the last couple years, they'll do like the first two episodes of a new show on Hulu and you yep. get to watch it and then you go, oh, ho, ho, you want it? You, you like this? Uh, I mean, that's how they got me for billions. The first taste mm -hmm. is free. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I watched the first two episodes <laughs> of Billions and I said, you know what? I think I like this show. Oh, and yeah, then I signed up for uh, Showtime. I'm with you, Clyde. Same thing happened to me. Exactly. Exactly the same. I mean, it works, um, which is why I'm surprised. I've always been surprised that Netflix has been resistant. And I get up to this point, they had a corner uh, or corner of the market that and a market share that they were they had to desperately defend um but now yeah they they gotta do more to get people they're not the only player in town so uh yeah cool i want to see more of this uh well Evenston, the town of Evenston, has decided to uh, enact a tax on Netflix, 5%, for their entertainment streaming services. Uh, this is not just for Netflix, it's other ones as well, but Netflix is the big player here, obviously. This is them saying, hey, guys, we uh, notice you're making money over there. Um, well, there are customers, there are people here, we want some of that money back, everybody. So we're going to tax you 5% for every Netflix customer that comes from Evanston, which uh, is, uh, where is the city of Evanston? Uh, it's Illinois. So, it's Illinois. Uh, so this, is a, this is a story we talked about a couple weeks back okay. that there was a couple towns, uh, one in, or a couple in Texas and Michigan that were suing uh, Netflix saying, you need to pay us taxes. Um, were they asking is, for back taxes? No, okay. but there's the the justification is your service is being delivered across lines in our jurisdiction, so we deserve uh, basically carriage fees. Okay, um, and this uh, I included this because this is not a good precedent because this is the first case to officially win mm. um and the at least uh that has been publicized it sounds like there's another town that already was like right. main chicago itself right but uh uh which means now all those other pending cases are basically there's going to be precedent yep there's precedent and I, my problem with this, it's not the them having to pay the service. The fact is, why is my city have to uh, collecting a tax on something that isn't actually coming across the line here? Because theoretically, that is possible. Because if I pay for a service for my parents in another town, I never use it then in order for this tax to make sense, mm -hmm. it needs, you know, Netflix would have to keep track of what municipality were you in when you watched this 
how much of that monthly stream goes to this municipality. Um, because if I'm, you know, or if I'm traveling, right. It, let's say, yes, I live here, but I spend all my time on the road. I don't watch Netflix at home. I only watch Netflix when I'm out 362 days a year. Why is my municipality getting 5% from Netflix when none of it was actually streamed? And that's the problem that I have with this. Um, it's a bad precedent, I think. Yeah. Uh, are, are they entitled to something? Maybe. But the the justification they use, I don't think is right. Well, the part that's missing, what are they going to do with the 5%? They said they're going to, uh, Evanston said they're going to put it into a community fund uh, for the for the police department and the fire department. Basically, it's going into their pockets. So, so I mean, I could get on board with something like this if they said, okay, we're going to tax it 5%. And we're going to double everybody's internet speed within the city limits. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, but, and, if they if they did something like that, I could get on board with it, right? But well, to and, to just waste it like that, or you know, and, just, and that's you know, the other thing. That's the other thing I was arguing about last time. Is if your city provide was your internet provider, mm -hmm. okay, right. I, I could see we're playing gatekeeper. You must pay us a toll to come across mm -hmm. our line. Mm -hmm. My city has nothing to do with my internet. I I pay Mediacom. So if Mediacom wanted to pay or charge Netflix, you know what? They tried that. Uh, ISPs tried that and everybody screamed net neutrality. You can't be a gatekeeper. How dare you charge for coming across your lines, across your mm -hmm. circuits? Right. But the city can. They don't even own the circuits. They're not doing any of the providing. Uh, it's coming across infrastructure that was paid off decades ago. And, and if the infrastructure yeah. is damaged, the city doesn't fix it. The carrier does. It's theirs. So, yes, I, I think this is a bad, uh, bad precedent. Interesting. And, and and it looks like this is being passed directly to the to the uh, end users. It's not being something like eat, uh, being, you know, eaten by uh, Netflix as like cost of doing business or anything like that. No, no, like and that's the worst part is it's not. They say we're taxing Netflix. Yeah, no, no, you're not. not. You're taxing your own <laughs> constituents. You muddy grubbing bastards. Oh, boy, I think we must uh, uh, move on before Clyde. Yes. Yeah, changes yeah. Uh, what this uh this after uh, this uh, and i like what wabbit says what happens if netflix doesn't pay <laughs> well that's the thing netflix isn't the one paying it's us but it's on their but it's on their bill so. it's oh, gonna be on but, their bill but right? for as far as the city is concerned it's free money yeah just like all the other free services out there <laughs> where does that come from <laughs> And what if you're like me and your mobile phone subscriber pays your Netflix bill for you? Exactly. You're you're so, gonna get a five percent. You're gonna get a five percent bill in the mail. I I vote that I would that we discuss this more after the show. <laughs> I have things I'd love to say, but I don't. I don't want to turn this into a let's talk about taxes episode. That's just Texas. No, Mike's not here. We can't talk about Texas. Okay, we won't talk about Texas. <laughs> Taxes and taxes. All right. Here, let's talk about bows. Bows. You know, 
no highs, no lows, bows. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's that's a, a joke that was told to me when a long time ago of how bow speakers used to be very mid-range balanced and not very good for highs or lows, but has since been changed and actually are good at those now. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> which before we get into that, that's actually not bad if what you listen to is Paul Harvey. Oh. <laughs> or uh, Rush Limbaugh, who were selling the main sellers of the Bose Wave Radio. <laughs> well, because you don't I, want highs and lows when you're listening to someone talk. That's fair. Uh, but no, Bose has launched a new t uh, sound bar, and it looks like a nice little thing. It looks like a cute little sound bar able to give you good sound for your television. It's going to be available right now, and you can go ahead and order it for $250. And it had, it, you know, other than it being a sound bar, it has an interesting uh, uh, piece of, uh, of uh, compatibility here. It says it is guaranteed to be compatible with any Roku TV. That, that's actually kind of good. So I assume earlier you guys were saying what, there was what? a thing that made you guys confused. I'm so confused. So, what would make it not compatible? Well, so what I think this means is that the when you've got a Roku TV, so the Roku's integrated right. into your TV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This, uh, if you were to hook up a soundbar, you're reliant on the connections on that TV, and you're just getting a generic Ooh, output. Okay. So I believe what this right. is is it's actually integrated into the Roku software. So the Roku software, you can just go, oh yeah, link the, this is the Bose soundbar and they're already set up to work together. So what you're saying is that this is actually implementing the Roku remote sound system protocol. Potentially, uh, but more of when you're setting it up to your TV, it's easier because you just go into the TV. Yeah, I, I, so uh, I believe it's using the, the wireless uh, that the Roku speakers are using. Right. So yeah. they have their own protocol yeah. and this is using that protocol. So that and makes more sense because what I read is, hey, everybody, this soundbar, we guarantee it'll work with your Roku TV. And I'm thinking, oh crap, I didn't buy a Bose. Will mine work with a Roku TV? No. Yeah. The fact that the fact that it specifies Roku TV tells me that this is integrated in some way with the Roku itself. Otherwise, it's just a soundbar. But okay. I mean, as as a lot of people know, um, hooking a soundbar, a just a regular soundbar up to your Roku TV can be difficult. Because most, well, not for you and me, but for a lot of people, because a lot of people, the, the sound path goes from your device to the sound bar to the TV. If, if the, uh, the, your device is built into the TV, then you have to utilize ARC to get the TV to send the audio backwards out in HDMI to the sound bar. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And your soundbar also has to support ARC. Right. Um, or you can use you, one of the other many audio inputs options. Yeah, but a lot, but that's becoming rarer and rarer on TVs. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, finding oh. different audio outputs on TVs, especially lower end TVs. Really? May not even have, uh, you know, anything. But. So I have a, I have a, a, a super, I mean, like, 
super cheap soundbar that I've mm -hmm. purchased for my my Roku TV. Uh, it's a TCL, and um, I have uh, is, and I do have a problem connecting with it because um, it does have uh, your uh, digital out input and output with uh, uh, which is with uh, the Toslink cable, mm -hmm. and that works fine. Uh, but trying to get the audio out, uh, the only other input it has is just your RCA jacks kind of thing. And uh, mm -hmm. out of that TV, you have to get a you know a an eighth inch jack connector to the that, and that is complicated. And that's, that's what annoying. I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Even if your right. TV does have audio out options for most users, it's too yeah. complicated. But I but the Toslink works perfectly, mm -hmm. and that's great. Yeah. So Although Toslink is like ancient, I know so. Now, the question that I have is this thing is like 200 bucks, right? Uh, okay. 250 or something like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. 250. Why don't you just get a Roku sound bar with the Roku built in? Because that's, you already so have you one. Clyde, that's, that's, what that's what confused me, Clyde. If you have a Roku TV, why don't you buy a Roku sound Well, bar? You, okay. And and he, he answered that. It's because... You wouldn't buy a Roku soundbar because you already have a Roku in your TV. The Roku soundbar has a Roku Ultra built into it. Mm -hmm. That would be like, you know, uh, buying a Fire TV for your Fire TV. And right. I get that redundancy. That would, that won't bother most people. That would just drive me crazy. <laughs> Am I on I the mean, embedded one or am I on the? And the, could, that's uh, the other thing, because they have the same UI, and <laughs> it would be very easy to get on the wrong one. Well, couldn't you do picture in picture? <laughs> Maybe, but the, we're talking for most of these. We're talking low end TVs. You know, a three hundred dollar fifty five inch TCL, um, which I don't even know if they offer picture in picture. But yeah, I mean that would be the biggest that would be the biggest risk of plugging a newer Roku into your Roku TV is all it takes is the someone to bump uh oh actually you know what? That's the wrong They button. would both respond to the same remote probably. And you oh. would you see I I think they're missing an opportunity here to put in a, a killer feature like picture in picture. So so I heard you like Roku, so I put a Roku in your Roku so you can watch Roku while you're watching Roku. Um, think about it. Think about it. Uh, so that you can do the same way with Android TV. I'm in you my do the brain same thing with your Fire TV. I'm imagining this, and in my brain, I see you know when you point a camera at the monitor that it's and you just get that long yep. hallway. That's what I'm imagining if you plug a Roku into a Roku. Um, <laughs> the theory of relativity, so, right? So I, 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 we figured out we need a new feature for all smart TVs. Please, all Roku, I know you're listening. Uh, Fire it TV, off. guys. No, I, yes, we need a button. A physical button would be fine, or a yeah. virtual inside setting would be good too, where you can say, I want my TV to become a dumb TV and I have to like press the power button five times fast to re-enable it or something, you know, somehow of making it so, hey, you know what? They just want this to be a dumb TV now. Just turn it all off. I want that feature. Yeah. Please. You know what else I want? I don't want to let you guys know that you're awesome because that was our last story. And at this point, we almost always thank the patrons. Almost always.
sometimes we forget. I forgot, you know. But it was okay <laughs> in the past because in the past we weren't charging them. So oh. if we forgot, it was okay. I remember eventually. Now that we are charging them every week, it's not okay to forget. No, no, I suppose we should probably make sure they know that they are very, very much appreciated for the things they yes. do for this channel, including spending their hard-earned money in order to get access to early things like access to our uh, uh, our hearts and minds and admiration and early access to an RSS feed with our uh, uh, with, uh, uh, with an audio feed of this channel as well. And, so. and I recently heard from someone uh, not too far removed from the show that we may be better as an audio version, so... You know, I think that might be true. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, I, 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 I don't blame because most of the shows that stream live, I listen to them after the fact in my car. I yeah. depend on my Patreon early access RSS feed. Uh, that, you know, that, that goes out. Uh, by the time you get up on Thursday morning, it should be already downloaded to your device. Everybody else, you know, that subscribe through uh, Stitcher or Spotify or Apple, iTunes, or get by the all weekend, of those usually. other places, they got to wait till Friday. You usually get there by the weekend or something. Yeah, Friday Friday morning at 8 a.m. it shows up on YouTube. Mm. So, um, yeah, patrons. Okay. So if you're in the group that thinks, yeah, they're, they're, it, it can wait for audio. <laughs> you're in luck as a patron you Don't get that audio that you was okay to wait for you didn't have to wait as long so join us and don't wait so long for the better version of the show by uh, becoming a patron at patreon.com slash the vod squad amen and uh <laughs> with that <laughs> let's get on to some rants and some raves what do you got Believe it or not, I haven't got anything off the top of my head of what a good rant or rave is this week, except we did spend a good day watching both Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey in the preparation of watching Bill and Ted's Face Music. We were going to get to it mm -hmm. on Sunday, but Sunday got busy. We had a super lazy Saturday, and we haven't had a super lazy day on the weekend for in a while. And so we just sat back and watched Bill and Ted all weekend long. And I have to say, it's just as bad as it used to be, and just as good too. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I am I, I am anticipating watching the new one when we can get around to it. Might be this weekend. We don't know. And uh, and, and I uh, I can yeah. unironically say. Sandy Miss High School Football Rules. Go Saints. <laughs> I went to Sandy Miss High School my freshman year. Oh, you did? Year. Yeah. Oh. Freshman year. Hmm. Uh, completely different school from the movie. But oh, yeah. I was going to say, you have, say, did they pick the same colors or did they change it? Yo, no, I think the colors were the same, but they, uh, I, this, I started as a freshman. That would have been 92. So it was like a year or two after the movie. Okay. And yeah, uh, the story that went around the school is that they wanted to film there, but the principal <laughs> at the time, she at, was adamant that no way, so then they, they filmed it in Arizona someplace, um, which was clear because uh, Raging Waters, the big water slide park, is in San Dimas. Okay. 
but the one in the movie was a Waterloo. place in Arizona. Um, and they call it Waterloo, of course. Yeah, they call it Waterloo, uh, which was in Arizona, a place in Arizona someplace. Yeah. Um, which would make sense that if they're going to film that there, then they may as well use a high school in Arizona, which looks a lot like Southern California anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, I will say that that Circle K and the sheriff's office, the police station, uh, that mm-hmm. police station was right up the street from my house. <laughs> um, but yeah, San Dimas, I have fond memories of that place. It's pretty cool. Any, uh, any, uh, what, what did the kid think? Uh, uh, Daniel, my son, he, uh, he didn't really watch it. He was kind of like, eh, okay. Yeah. Cause you know, he spends a lot of time watching uh, on his computer, you know, or actually he's been spending a lot of time this uh, recently playing Splatoon like crazy. The kid he keeps asking me to play, and I cannot play that game as well as he can. He's too good. Uh, but no, but everyone saw you come and be like, and we like say, No, no, you need to watch this. This is hilarious. And he's like, What are they doing? Well, they're, see, they're, they're playing board games with death. I'm like, Oh, that's weird. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jimmy. What'd you got? So I um, just kind of saw it pop up in my Hulu. It might've been a commercial or something like that. There's this new TV show. I think it's on Fox, I think, on the regular networks or maybe FX or something like that. Uh, But the name of the show is called Next. I'll put the link to it in the chat room. very, it's, it's, I think the uh, creators of uh, 24, maybe some of the ones from Terminator, you know, that, that kind of thing are, are in there. It, it's kind of got that 24 vibe a little bit, mm. um, uh, a little bit of uh, maybe a little flavor of Terminator in there as well, perhaps, right? Uh, but uh, With- know, I mean, if you're, if you're a, a nerd, you know, this, this would probably be a, um, an appealing show to you. Very entertaining, keeps you on the edgy seat. You know, kind of, it's one of those things where it starts out, you know, kind of slow. You're kind of getting to know the characters. And then by the end, end of the first episode, I've only watched the first episode. This is a brand new show. Uh, I think maybe they just released another episode like, you know, last night or something. Um, and I haven't watched that one yet. But um, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, one episode and, and I'm, I'm in, you know, I'm going to be watching every episode that they release. So if you haven't checked this one out, um, go out and check it out. It's, it's, it, it's really good. It's funny that you made the parallels with both 24 and Terminator, both mm-hmm. of which were Fox properties mm-hmm. and the Terminator TV show, the Sarah Connor Chronicles that was on Fox. Um, so yeah. Interesting. I'll, I'll so, have to check it out. So my, I have a problem with this show. The problem I have the show. There's two things I have a problem with the show. We that looked it's on at the Fox. No, no. Oh. Actually, Fox <laughs> has some pretty awesome shows. I'm kidding. Actually, I like some of those Fox properties. They're really awesome. No, oh, the best uh, stuff on Fox. No, uh, my problem is that a the, they say that almost everything. You know, I watched like some preview where they talked to a bunch of the actors and such, and said this is all stuff that can really happen. I said yes, except for the actual artificial intelligence. Nobody's that close yet. So, no. 
other all the other yeah. things like recording things and all but okay what let's okay let's I, I like the fact that they've got one conceit we have real artificial intelligence okay let's move on from there what could happen that's fine mm-hmm. i actually think having one conceit i was perfectly okay i'm okay with on any show if you say we're going to follow all the rules with logic but we have one conceit i'm fine with that and you can even break that conceit by the end as long as you've earned it mm-hmm. that that's but that's what i that's my uh uh, uh, that's my rules for that. Okay. If, you do, if you do too many conceits, it's it, it, it's too messy. And I, I'm on board uh, I with what you're saying because the, I, uh, that's that's one thing I, I have a problem with some shows is I'm willing to suspend disbelief, but there becomes a point where right. it's just... Uh, the, the suspend disbelief thing, it, the secret, the best analogy I have for it is the movie Toy Story. Suspend the disbelief that these toys come alive when you don't see them. Wait, you have to be able to do that. Your toys didn't come to life while you were sleeping. Uh, well, maybe they did for you, and maybe they do for me, and I didn't know it. That's the conceit of the movie. It does do that. Some people don't believe that, but they by the end of that movie, they earned the fact that they came alive for in front of Sid. Mm. So there's the conceit that they set us the conceit. None of them are ever alive. Nothing ever moves. If they've been seeing, and then they earned the point of the movie where it's like, you, okay, this one time we're gonna. Well, you know why? They're they're Schrodinger's toys, because <laughs> until they're alive. observed, they're neither alive nor inanimate. <laughs> the life or dead. <laughs> but when once they were observed, then it it proved that they are in fact alive. <laughs> yeah, Sid. <laughs> so. Um, unfortunately, right. no one would ever believe Sid. Right. But as well, you were saying, you're going to say. So the other problem I have with the with uh, the show next is that it's mm-hmm. pure techno panic. You're going to have a lot of people who are going to take this and go, see, see, it's on the show. See what they could do. And I don't like that. Now, I bet you it's going to be a great show. I bet you it's going to do fairly well. I, I, I might, it might become the next big thing. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Uh, but, <laughs> I like that. Uh, but, uh, but, I, but it's also going to be the, there is going to be people who are going to watch this and go, <gasps> and I'm, I, uh, I'm sorry. I don't like that. The same thing happened when the War of the Worlds broadcast, right? That was not intentionally you know the kind of thing this show is trying to get you a little scared because you know and then it makes you think about it Roy of the worlds was didn't that was a that was uh a prank more would be the right thing the fact that they were doing the teleplay but didn't tell anybody it was a teleplay that that was they kind of they were the original that was the original punked episode of punked and also (laughs) the the conceit of the of the war of the worlds is Aliens have landed on Earth and are, t- are are here to destroy us. Based in reality, yeah. And they, they didn't so, say that exactly. They just said, "Hey, no." They insinuated that, though. No, that, yeah, but that that's was, the yeah. story. The story is that uh, this yeah. is a story about hmm, what could happen if you know AI was smart enough and started doing things that you know maybe you didn't want it to do, and how would we deal with that, and how would you you know. Uh, you know, how would you be able to stop it and all that? And and this is going to be an 
ongoing episodic ooh this new thing that they did this time in order to make you have to realize that this bad thing could happen i mean i just it's just gonna build on itself to the point where nothing is safe and people are going to be hiding in their rooms with everything turned off and all of you know no no i'm gonna live in a, in a yurt with no electronics because i've been watching next and i just can't do it anymore you know i'm yeah, I mean, you know, Ray Kurzweil watched that show and he can't wait to die so he can roll in his grave. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't that the way it is now, Matt, with COVID-19? Uh, yes and no, because there are... There are okay, you, we could talk about that and I would be happy to talk about that after the show, but that's not this show. No. That's, that's, that's just a joke, Matt. Yeah. That, nothing serious. There. So, what is this show is my non-hidden disdain toward well not really disdain but hmm. my i i don't like going to netflix i don't watch a lot of stuff on netflix it takes a lot for me to go uh, i'm gonna go dig through the piles of crap that it's reminding me that i need to finish watching you know because i watched two minutes five years ago and you can't remove it from the list um but there's one thing that gets me to almost immediately hop on Netflix. And that is a new Adam Sandler movie. Oh, what? <laughs> I love, I love his movies on Netflix. Okay. They've been great. They have been okay. great. They are not, they are not major blockbuster cinematic masterpieces. They're not supposed to be. They're supposed to be fun. Uh, he's got a new one called Hubie Halloween watch it it is great it's even got callbacks to previous movies uh right in the first uh my I, my i i watched it um and uh the very first scene you've got ben stiller with a giant mustache and i went oh, that's the orderly from happy gilmore they got Ben Stiller mm -hmm. to reprise his role. And then, like, in the first part, he's riding through town on his bike, and you hear someone yell, oh, Doyle rules! And I went, ah, oh, that was Billy Madison, you know? They, but it was just fun. And uh, they had a lot, of, a lot of great people in that movie. It was cute. It wasn't meant to be any kind of commentary or satire. It was just a fun movie and I recommend it. Um, there's a lot of adult jokes at his, his character's expense. So I don't know I, if I would recommend it right off the bat for, you know, your children, but oh, I, I recommend that adults watch it and then make that decision because right. it did have a good message. And it was, you know, uh, it was a sweet, it was, it had a sweet story to it, but, uh, there was the dumb slapstick you expect from an Adam Sandler movie. And it was great. You know, it's hard to do good comedy, even slapstick, even dumb slapstick. And, uh, quite frankly, Adam Sandler, you know, it was worth every penny I paid to watch it. <laughs> and more. <laughs> Yeah, hey, Clyde, Clyde, I got one for you on Netflix. Sure. It was called The Wrong Missy. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, that movie that, was terrible, but I still enjoyed it. 
I, I enjoyed that movie. Yeah, not going to make you. And you're right; it's not going to make. That you was the David Spade right? movie. Um, David Spade was in that one, and, um, and, uh, Matt, which, and Matt, and Matt, Matt definitely not. So that was a Happy Madison movie. What is so one of the uh, from Adam Sandler's uh, production company? It did have Adam Sandler's wife in it, though. Really? Um, she, you once you see her, you'll go, "Oh, she's in every one of these movies." Yeah, because she's Adam Sandler's wife. Yeah, and there was <laughs> other. I mean, you you had some of those Saturday Night Live. Folks. Yeah, that's they, they all his friends. I mean, that's yeah. the whole reason he does the Happy Madison movies is he gets to right. have all his friends be in his movies, right. and then yeah, um, yeah. But the wrong, the wrong, uh, Missy, that was, uh, that my, one daughter, had my, my daughter real, told, told that, me about that one. And it was, uh, yeah, I watched it. I will it, say it that movie had some, a bunch of scenes that were really hard to sit through. Um, it had a lot of good stuff in between, but there were some really, I promise you, Hubie Halloween doesn't have those hard to sit through. It was oh, yeah. just start it. It's fun. And like an hour and a half later, you're done. Yeah, the the lady who played the 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 role of, of Missy in there. Yeah, I, I got what. Who's that actress? Because she was really. Funny. Uh, it's not. Yeah. It wasn't Kristen Shaw. It was. Uh, she was really funny. I can't remember. Now. Yeah, she she plays that kind of crazy character. Yeah, uh, a lot. That's like her shtick. And because. Uh, so if you're talking the crazy Missy, that's yes. Lauren Lapkus, um, who is known for, uh, she was in Jurassic World. Uh, I'm trying to think what she. Uh, but that wasn't a comedy. No. Um, she's in a lot of, oh, she was in Orange is the New Black. Big Bang. Oh, she was in Big Bang Theory. That's where I knew her from. She played like uh, one of Raj's girlfriends, I think. Um. <laughs> yeah, she's she was funny in that movie. I I thought she did you know pretty good. Of course, you know David Spade was his usual self, right? Yeah. But and uh, so if you like that, like I said, watch Hubie Halloween. It was okay. it's worth it, and it it's fun, and you get to see Ray Liotta. Oh, is he in it? <laughs> and oh, what's his face from the shield? Um, the dude that played uh the thing in the yeah, Fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. Four movie. Yeah, right, right. That guy. Um, yeah. Bald dude. Yeah, he was in it too. I mean, there was mm -hmm. there was a lot of people. Uh oh, the blonde wife from uh Modern Family uh was like a love interest. Yeah, Michael Chiklis. And uh yeah, uh I can't think of her name, but she was on Modern Family. She was the uh the goofy dude's wife um yeah the dude yeah, I know that looks the, like jimmy I, yeah i know the um the actress you're talking about you know you know they they did their final um episode not all that long ago right it, you know it was really interesting to hear when they did that that the very character you're talking about the the blonde wife or i can't think of her name either but uh the first season she was pregnant <laughs> and they hit it the whole season long yeah, they, they do that a lot on TV. Um, but uh, the very first season, though, right? Because, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I like, wow. You know, yeah. who, who wouldn't knew that, right? Thank you, Bad Weave, is Julie Bowen. So Julie Bowen, yes. Okay. Yes. 
before we get too uh, far down into this whole, uh, we should probably take that over. We'll just, we'll, we'll table it for the post show. And yes, if you're watching this after the fact or listening to it after the fact, there is a post show. That is uh, probably one of the only upsides to joining us live. Because <laughs> you get the same content other way. You either can way, also but, uh, make a title and let us know. But in, in that post show, you get to vote on the titles that people should have been submitting all episode. And We've we'll, got a few. Okay. and w- Which is always a mystery because I refuse to look at it until we get to the post show because I like that uh, surprise. But uh, yeah. Uh, we do this live every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Central here on Twitch. You should come join us live sometime. If not, just uh, we, we appreciate you listening. Uh, mm-hmm. Like and subscribe uh, on whatever your <laughs> smash favorite. Smash that like button. Well, don't something. smash it too hard because you don't want to break it. So don't we want other either. people to subscribe too. So oh, yeah. uh, that would yeah, suck what, if you broke it for whatever break. your favorite, uh, your favorite. <laughs> podcast distribution network is we should be available if we're not send us a note uh we would like to know because we want to be everywhere for everyone um and if that application supports reviews give us a review even if it's a bad one sometimes when stuff's badly reviewed it gets interest people go why why is this so badly and and no listen to it so Hey, if know. we get a lot of bad reviews, we will make this a bad show on purpose. It's just so we can continue to get bad Wait, reviews. Wait, is that an option? Yes, it is. We can make this show worse. And, if and you, some, you know, there's somebody out there right now going, Wait, you're not doing it bad on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's hard, guys. It's hard to make bad content. It is. Uh, it's hard to make bad content without looking like you're intentionally trying to be bad. So that's the worst kind of bad movie is when it's clear that they were trying to be bad. The The best bad movies are the ones where they didn't realize they were bad. Mm. And you're laughing for all the wrong reasons. But uh, like when they may, uh, put out The Room and everybody thought it was a comedy for the wrong reasons. But um, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm bad naturally. Yeah. <laughs> I just I need know, to figure out. How I, to, I'm not going to sing that song. Not on air. We'll get taken down. So. <laughs> the uh, only thing I would need to figure out is how much wine I need to drink to be bad. Uh, how much did you have tonight? Only one glass. Okay. I, I think we found the number. Okay. and on that note i'm gonna get out of here uh thanks everybody for hanging out with us uh we'll see you again next week diamond club hopes you have enjoyed this (laughs) program